has the police uniform in India become a symbol of political subservience, whereas it was supposed to represent the majesty of law? Why are politicians so markedly reluctant to implement police reforms that the Supreme Court had ordered in a landmark verdict in 2006? What makes politicians belonging to ruling parties and states behave as though they are above law? How has the police become a willing tool in the hands of rulers to settle scores with their political adversaries? Wondering why am I raising these questions? Hi, I'm Neha Bhan. You're listening to News9 Live Podcast. Disturbing events unfolded on September 13th in two different parts of the country. In West Bengal, some alleged supporters of the BJP clashed with the police personnel, set a police jeep on fire, chased policemen and beat them up. A picture of a police officer being kicked has been widely published. This chaos took place as the BJP workers and leaders were staging a protest against West Bengal Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee. In another incident, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal lashed out at a cop in Gujarat because the latter insisted that the AAP Supremo cannot travel in an auto rickshaw because of security protocol. Why are the police personnel made easy targets in the political slugfest? To discuss this further, Joining me in this podcast is former Uttar Pradesh Director General of Police, Vikram Singh. Welcome to News 9 Live Podcast, sir. Good evening, Neha. Thank you so much for asking me over to come and discuss with you very important aspects of policing today. So, why are policemen bearing the brunt as various political parties at the centre and the states are you know, engaged in one-upmanship? It should not come as a surprise to somebody as enlightened as you are and your viewers also. The police has been the favorite whipping boy of almost every single political party in the country, without exception. It is difficult to find a single political party because it is politically expedient and lucrative also to criticize and bash the police, but in private, embrace them because without the police, they would not venture out of their homes. Therefore, the narrative has become very clear. The Marxists said, The state is an instrument of exploitation of the proletariat by the bourgeois and the police are its agents. Therefore, in any agitation, the public is always right and the police are always wrong. Mm -hmm. This was the Marxist theory. In today, when you feel, Neha, that in any agitation, you gave two examples. The BJP, the ruling party, seems to be very pro-police, but what they did is extremely shameful and disgraceful in Kolkata. And I strongly condemn the the activity of the agitators there because they had no right to attack the uniform. Mm -hmm. In your opening remarks, Neha, you mentioned that the police officer represents the majesty of law and the authority of the president of India and the constitution of India. To bash up a person who was merely doing his duty is just not acceptable in the rule of law. Even until about 30 years ago, something like this had happened. Rest assured, the entire might of the government would have come down like a ton of bricks on them and given them a lesson of a lifetime. Coming to Mr. Kejriwal, dramatics and photo shoots apart, you are an elected chief minister of a major union territory of the country. There are security concerns in what is happening in Punjab, what is happening elsewhere. The acrimonious exchanges that you, your party leaders are having with others, security is something that is Mm non-negotiable. And like medicine, it is not for the patient or the protectee to tell whether he would like the treatment or the protection. It is absolutely a sign gone on 
and absolute and imperative and non-negotiable, I repeat, that that security cover will have to be provided because the police will be caught off guard if they allow you all kinds of this dramatics to happen. You have your compulsions of a sense of drama and the police have a commitment to your fail-proof and foolproof security. So when will the vicious circle of police and politicians taking each other's advantage at the expense of public safety end? I don't see it happening in the foreseeable future. You again mentioned the police reforms as mandated by the Honorable Supreme Court. What the Supreme Court mandated is the rule of law of the country. Prakash Singh versus United of India 2006. He started along with Mr. N.K. Singh, Prakash Singh and N.K. Singh in the year 1996. The judgment came in 2006. The Supreme Court gave a seven-point directives and most of them, four of them, do not require have any financial implication. Barring separation of law and order and investigation, rest is absolutely rift, given caution to the winds and nothing has been implemented. Two serving chief justices of the country have said, what can we do when the chief ministers are not cooperating with us? They have said police reforms seem to be going on and on. In my private capacity, when I speak to senior politicians, and I say, you would become immortal if you just enforce the Supreme Court directives, which is the law of the land in any case. And you know what they say, Neha? Right, Mr. Sir. Vikram Singh, the day we implement the police reforms, I'll have to look for another occupation or another job. Our politics is totally dependent upon a corrupt and a rotten policing system that is totally subservient to the political masters. So is this, so this why being... politicians are afraid of implementing police reforms? Precisely. They say that our politics is run on the basis of a rotten policing system that is totally subservient to our dictates and our political manifesto and not to the constitution. And that is where the fault, horrible fault line is. And that is why I at least feel that it is not happening soon. And I'm telling you, you give acronyms. Smart, police, P stands for this and O stands for this. This is all an eyewash. You can fool some of the people all the time and all the people some of them, but you can't fool all the people all the time. After 2006, there have been many governments, not a single government, not a single state has been serious. And Neha, 28th September is being observed as the Police Reforms Day by veterans. That includes Padam Sri Prakash Singh, who was the architect of the police reforms, just to draw the attention of a nation that is crying for police reforms. This is the least we can do to ourselves. But hasn't this made our police force vulnerable to attacks during political agitations? Of course it has. What you're seeing is a nightmare, nothing short of a nightmare. Whether it is West Bengal, whether it is elsewhere where the police are targeted and no action is taken. Azad Maidan in Maharashtra, when the hoodlums and the anti-social elements tore the uniform of lady police officers, manhandled them. Whether it is elsewhere where they are lynched, the story goes on and on. The policemen and women have become sitting ducks to agitators. And the political masters choose to look the other way because it is expedient and politically profitable to be on the side of the agitators than be on the side of the law enforcers, that is the police. Do you think the fear of law enforcement agencies, especially the police, has come down among political party workers? Absolutely. I mean, they don't have a fear. They care two hoops about policing cases registered. And to the contrary, if I were to tell you the words and the sentences and the syntax chosen by them, you get out the book, your law book, pick out your own sections and see if I don't get similar cases registered against you, you'll be able to do nothing to me, but I will send you to jail till you grovel on the ground. These are the kinds of dialogues that 
the youngsters are so sorry for the young entrants in the service that they have to suffer at the hands of corrupt and inefficient politicians. But my appeal to the policeman is we that you have been appointed by the president of India. Apart from the paycheck that he sends you every month, you are entitled to nothing. So for a cushy posting, don't bend head over heels before politicians. Be upright, have self-esteem and look them straight in the eye and do what is you are expected to do, what you are paid for. No politician can do anything more than that. If you are efficient, if you are honest, apart from a posting, nothing is going to happen to you. Right. Do you see the police reforms being implemented in the near future at least? Not that I can see of, because the indications of anything good happening would have been there. I would ask you, do you see any indication, any change of heart, any attempt to bring the police in reforms? To the contrary, I find that the major stranglehold of to have a greater grip on police and policing, registration of FIRs, is increasing day by day. Therefore, I'm not very optimistic, although I'm born optimist. In this case, to your question, I would say, I don't see it happening in the foreseeable future. Thank you for joining us. The government should give a serious thought to several recommendations which have been made by various commissions. It's about time. Thank you for joining me.